Okay. Testing, one, two. Now I'm on. We got the power now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Such a special day. Amen. And, uh, um, you know, we, um, nobody, nobody told me for sure. We got it adjusted here. It's still ringing it. Um, but um, such a special day. We're, we're um, celebrating, you know, an anniversary. Amen. And, yeah. and all the here at um, Praise Chapel, that of our pastors. Amen. And um, and tell me for sure, but that means we're roasting the pastors, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Is that? Hey, I've got the mic, you know. You would think that by now they'd know better than to give me the mic, you know. But they, they, they just keep on giving it to me, and I don't know, you know. It's like, you know. But um, you know, this is um, this is from uh, from my um, information. This is uh, 53 years that they've been married. Amen. Praise God. Amen. That, that's, but uh, but you know, as I was thinking about that, and as I was praying this morning and everything, you know, the, the Lord was just uh, speaking to me that um, you know that it's been a lot longer than that because he uh, he. He united you two. He performed a marriage in heaven before you guys were ever created, forever sent to earth. There was a, a union made in heaven, and your job was to find that person. Amen. And so, you know, and, and you may think that, you know, it is by chance, you know, you ran into each other. You may, you know, the, the world may think that, you know, you just happened to fall in love with each other or you just happened, you know, she looked at, at you know, Kathy looked at Lonnie, Lonnie looked at Kathy and, and, you know, and the sparks flew and fireworks and everything, you know, but, um, you know, it was, uh, there was nothing by, there is nothing by chance. Amen. It's by design and by the destiny of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It's something that he uh, predestinated from the beginning of time. Amen. You guys were in his thoughts as one. Amen. You were born as two, but, you were, but your destiny was to become one in him. So um, you know, as we um, as we as we look at um, at you, you know, this is you are um, you know you are pastors, you know, and we honor you for that. We thank you for your you know your your diligence and uh, and all, but you're also our leaders, and we respect you as our leaders, and we look to you as our leaders. Um, you know, you um, sorry, I can't. Um, read too well with my classes. These are distance classes, you know. Not. Um, but uh, you are, um, 
you are the ones that um, are, uh, are, are as examples. You know, you you stand there, you know, and you take on the responsibility as being examples for for each one of us, not just in in our our spiritual lives, but in our per, in personal. Like we look at you, you know, and in and, and we say, you know, that there are a couple that can be examples that we can look at and we can um, be that. But um, even further than that, okay, is that you are our friends. Amen. Amen. Yes. We consider you our friends. God considers you his friend. You are friends of God. You are friends of Christ. And you are friends of ours. Amen. And we, in, in, we hold that in um, as a deep and precious thing in our lives to be considered to be a part of your lives. Amen. Amen. So on this day that we celebrate your anniversary, we thank you for all that you have stepped up to be over all these years, the sacrifices that you have made and that you have allowed the Lord to mold you and make you into the people that you are today and the people that we love and cherish. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, um, you know, get, getting um, back to, um, to me, okay? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Uh, okay. No? Would you like to wear Enough about me. <laughs> uh, we, uh, you know, so, so often, you know, Boy, you, you didn't even see that. The flash, you just came in and out and everything, you know? We were, yeah, my, my, son was, my son was talking yesterday about a, a new Tesla they're coming out with. It's the space something Tesla. And, uh, and, and the thing goes from zero to 60 in one second. And from zero to 100, and I think it was 1.4 seconds or something like that. You know, I said, I can't even say it that fast, you know. That's like, you know, here it is, and here it's not. You know, it's gone. I cannot imagine something moving that fast. I can't even imagine a rocket going that fast, you know. It's just, you know, it's just mind-boggling, you know. But then I saw Ben. Yeah. It, I guess it is. I guess it is possible. Hey, zip! I don't have batteries. Zip! I do have batteries. You know, it's just like that. Woo! It's it's done. You know, but um, one of my uh, my my wife will attest to this. You know that one of my pet peeves. You know, one of my things that um, that that kind of bothers me. And and you'll have to forgive me for it, okay? Because you're Christians. And God tells you to forgive me for it, okay? But, um, you know, is that um, one thing that, that bothers me is when, you know, I'm talking and uh, I have to repeat <laughs> what I'm saying. Okay, it just, I mean, something in me just, you know, just 
just bothers me, you know. And uh, in, in a while back, my wife told me a story about this, this elderly couple. And, um, and I, I didn't get it at the time, but now I, I understand that there might have been a subliminal message that she was giving me to this, okay. But anyways, um, she was telling me about this, this couple, and, and, and I can identify with this guy. They're sitting on the front porch, you know, and they're just sitting there enjoying the, the, the day and, and uh, each other's company. They're sitting side by side, you know, and everything. And I can appreciate this guy because sometimes, you know, I can be doing the, the, you know, just any old thing, you know. I can be work, at work or whatever, you know, and, and, and it, it just something will, um, some thought, some feeling. I'll just feel this, you know, this overwhelming love for my wife, you know, and appreciation for her, you know, and, and it'll, it'll just, you know, it'll almost like, you know, it'll be emotional, you know, it'll just, just, you know, I wish I could be there, you know, I wish to where I could, you know, express it or hold it or tell, you know, do something, you know. Um, so this guy's sitting there and, he, and this feeling comes over him, you know, and he says, you know, and he, and he, and he says, you know, hon, our love is tried and true. And she, and she says, what? And so he says, our love is tried and true. And she says, what? And so he says, so he says it a little louder, you know, our love is tried and true. And she says, he's always just, well, I can't stand you either. <laughs> probably, you know, probably a good thing I wasn't at the, you know, I wasn't able to express that to my wife. What about in the moment, you know? It's like, you know. So if we want to look at Ezekiel, okay? This is where my message is going today is Ezekiel, the 37th verse. And it was interesting, his pastor was praying and in the spirit, you know, he talked about the Lord moving on our dry bones, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and so this is, what, um, this is where the Lord took me this morning, uh, just to Ezekiel 37. And I'm going to read just a few verses there, just three through six, because I don't read well, and I don't want you to have to suffer through any more than what I have to put you through, okay? So, um, so anyways, verse 3 through 6, okay? And the man said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord, thou know, God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sinew upon you, and I will bring flesh upon you, and cover you with the skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Amen. Amen. So here um, we've got, uh, you know, Ezekiel there, and, and the Lord shows him this great valley full of these bones, these dry bones. And, uh, and the Lord is saying, you know, to prophesy to these dry bones. Amen. And uh, um, I think that um, so much, this is, um, this is so much where we are today. There is so much out there. God is speaking, 
And he is saying, okay, to the dry bones, okay, that have been, that have been laying in the valley doing nothing for years, so long that they have dried out, the, the flesh has gone off them, and, and, they, and they may have been picked by the vultures, they, you know, whatever, you know, by the wild animals, but they have been strewn around the dry, these, the, um, the valley, um, many, many dry bones. And uh, he says, prophesy to these dry bones. And I'm prophesying this morning to dry bones. I'm saying dry bones. It is time in the Lord to begin to rise up. We're beginning to prophesy and say, now is the time for the army of the Lord. Because he says that as he, as he spoke to those dry bones, they said that it was a, a great noise that came about as those dry bones began to rearrange themselves. And it says that it was bone to bone. It didn't say that they, that they just went to the, the closest bone that they could find, okay? They knew exactly where they were supposed to be. They didn't, we didn't come out with people with three legs and four arms and, 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 and everything. You came out with people that were put back together perfectly the way that they were created to be. And God is, is now is beginning to assemble. And it says that once they were all assembled, he says that it was a mighty army that was assembled. It was great. It was, the, it was uh, many people that were there, a great and vast army that was assembled. Now, the enemy is out there. You know, as I was thinking about Goliath and how he defied the, the armies of God. Here you had the armies of God. You had Israel that was there. It was the, the army of God. But yet, you know, he came out and he defied the armies and he spoke against them and said, you know, where is your God? Where is this one that's going to deliver you? Come out, someone, come out your hero, send your hero out. And, and I will fight them, you know, and I will feed the, his flesh to the birds, you know. I, um, you know, come on out. If he, de if he defeats me, ha, 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 you know, like he's going to defeat me. But if he does, we will serve you, you know. But, you know, but send somebody out. Where is your God that can deliver you from all these things? And the, and the enemy is out there blatant today. He's out there in our faces every day with sins and things and say, and, and they're, and they're even passing laws saying you cannot say this, you cannot go do this because they're, they're in your face saying, you know, we, we got the power. We are the, we are the strong man. And we are putting you under subjection. And now we're saying that we're in a valley of dry bones. We've been shaken. We've been there quivering. We've been in the, in the, uh, you know, in the trenches, you know, just peeking out saying, oh no, you know, they, this, we, they've got these mighty things coming against us. And we've got to be careful of this and careful of that. Well, I'm telling you that today God is raising up an army. Amen. He is raising up an army who's not afraid to go forth and take the country. Not afraid to stand up and say, no, evil is evil. It's not right. What you call, what, what is evil and you call good is evil, okay? 
I mean, I think it's, I think it, you know, it's a, it, one of the worst things I can think of is when I, I hear on the, you know, even on the news and whatnot, these people that glorify, they say, you know, come to Sin City. Right. Oh my God, you know, why do I, you know, why would I want to go to a place that they're advertising as Sin City? The only thing I want to do about Sin City is pray for those people. Pray that their eyes will be open and that they will see the errors of their ways and they will understand that the only way that they are going to be set free is through our Lord Jesus Christ, through the righteousness, okay? Not through sin. They think that they're being free to sin, but they're being held in bondage to sin. That's right. The Bible tells us that you cannot serve two masters. Either you're going to serve sin in the ways of sin, or you can serve God in the ways of righteousness. And if you want your spirit and your soul to be set free, then you need to ask God for forgiveness for those sins. You need to ask God to set you free from the bondages. You need to have the scales of your eyes be taken off because you are not seeing what the enemy, the enemy is deceiving you into believing something that is not real, okay? The Bible even tells us that now we see as through a mirror dimly. We don't see the full truth, you know. But he says that one day we will see the truth. We will know him. We will stand before him. And there's not a knee that won't bow before him. And there's not a knee that won't come before him and acknowledge that he is the Lord God. Everyone will have to acknowledge that he is the Lord and that righteousness and that we and, and the, the wailing and the crying of the deceit that they have been in will be at that time when he says, we, you know, go away from me, you workers of iniquity. Amen. I've heard it said that, the, that hell is going to be filled with good people. People who had good intentions, but they did not receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We think that only bad people are going to hell. But if we have not acknowledged the truth that the only way to heaven is through the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the way. He is the truth. Amen. He is the way to heaven. And he is the way to victory. He is the way that can set you free from all the bondages that you are in. All those things that keep you down, that make your spirit feel defeated. Amen. You can be set free from those things. And it's in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yesterday I was down filling the car up with, with, um, with gas and uh, the pulled up beside me at the gas tanks was a truck. And in the back of this pickup truck, there was a lady that was filling her, her car up with gas. And, but in the back of this pickup truck, there was a, 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 an old um, cook stove. And it was 
I mean, it was pieces. It was just rusted. It was, I mean, they, they had it strapped in, but it was a piece of this and a piece of that and rusted this and broken that. And, you know, the firebox was all misshaped and everything. And, uh, and you know, and you couldn't tell, I mean, was she, was she on her way to the, to the landfill with it? Or, you know, or had she just found a treasure someplace, you know. I don't know, one man's, you know, garbage is another man's treasure. You don't know these days, you know. But so, you know, so I said, so I, so I uh, spoke, I said, you know, you, you uh, looks like you found a treasure there, you know, giving her the, you know, the benefit of the doubt, you know. And, uh, and, and she said, uh, she said, yeah, you know, she says, uh, I'm taking it uh, down to a guy and he's going to restore this thing. And he's going to put this thing all back together. She said it was my grandmother's and uh, it, back in a farmhouse. And she says it's going to go in my kitchen when it's all fixed and everything, you know. And, uh, and, and I, you know, and so I said, oh, that's just, you know, wonderful. You know, that's just neat. But as I was, you know, as I was you know, contemplating this, you know, I'm like, you know, the things that that, that uh, stove went through, to get to the point that it is today is just, you know, is just a, a, a tragedy, you know. It was bought a beautiful thing to be a useful uh, tool in the kitchen. To, and, it, and it probably, you know, cooked many loaves of bread and, and provided for a whole family, you know, cooked meals and everything. But over the years, it was neglected and it was put, you know, off maybe in a barn or something and, and just, you know, it's, it was, you know, broken to pieces and, and, and there were parts missing that need to be replaced and everything. But, you know, as I was looking at, you know, I'm thinking, you know, this is, this is us. This is our life. We were created in the image of God. We were created to be something beautiful. But life has taken us, has taken us places over the years. It has taken us these things and it has beat us down. It has neglected us. It has put us in places where we've been forgotten about, where we felt like we were forgotten about for years, you know, where, where we thought, you know, oh, God has just, you know, he has left us, he's, he's abandoned us, you know. We have, we have uh, just been, been discarded, and we have been put someplace. But, you know, in, in, as, I was, as I was, you know, thinking about everything, I was thinking, you know, all these pieces, all these rusted things, God says that today was the day that they were going to pick these pieces up. They were going to put them, load them in the back of a truck, and they were going to take this down to somebody who had the expertise to restore this back to its original condition. And our God is saying, today is the day. He is picking you up today. He knows what condition you are in. He knows where you've been. He knows the mistakes that you've made that's made you all rusty and broken and all the things that you have done that, that, that you are, are, are tormented with on a daily basis. How can, you know, how can the Lord love me when I have done this and I have done that? But you know, God saw you when he, when you were perfect, when you were precious, when you were born in, in, in his image, and, and he had a plan and a purpose for you. And he is 
cried many tears over the things. You think that you've been suffering by yourself, but you have not been suffering by yourself. God has been right there with you. He has been there with you. He has been, he has been crying the same tears that you've been crying over the years. And he's saying today, he says, I want to pick you up. I want to put you in a place where we can put you back together, where we can shine you up and we can, any broken pieces, we will repair the broken pieces. We will fix the, the things. We will, we will take the rust off from you and we will put you onto those high places where I have prepared for you. It says that God has a plan for you and that plan for you, even though you have not even comprehended all the things that he has in store for you, he says that plan for you is for good and not for evil. His God does not want evil to come in your life. He wants to put you in a place and he wants your bones to be put back together. He wants the sinew to be put back on your bones. He wants the, the skin to be, to be put back on you to make you that beautiful person that he created you to be and that you can, uh, that you can stand in front of, of everyone and say, this is who I am. But you know, there was one more step that needed to be taken. He says that they, 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 they were all, you know, put back together. They got their sinew on them. They got their skin on them. But he says they were dead. They were still lying there dead. And he says, speak to the four winds. Speak to the Spirit of God that will come in and breathe the breath of life. And this is what my prayer is for you, that God will breathe the breath of life into you and that your spirit will come to life, that you will not just be living out your days, just saying one more day, just one more day, it's just another day like the other one. You won't be like me that says, oh, is it Friday yet? You know, <laughs> you know is it, you know, can I get through the week to the weekend, you know? But we can take hold of each and every day and say, I am filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. I am out there. I am going to take the country for the glory of God. I am out there every place that my footsteps, I have been promised that that is mine. I can take the country any place that is that I go. I can be victorious. I can win people for the glory of God. I can, I can, I can be the example that He wants me to be. I can be that person that's there to pray for, to pray for people, to stand in the gap, to hold up, to hold up Moses' arms, you know, to say, you know, so the battle will go our way. We want the battle to go our way. Amen. This is not a day to be weary. This is a day to strengthen ourselves. This is a day to shake off the weariness that has overtaken us, that has, uh, uh, excuse me, allowed our bones to become dry, has allowed our, the enemy to pick away at our, at our, our flesh. And we need to allow the Lord to restore us back to what he created us to be. And he has created you. He has created me to be so much more than what we are today. 
we are going to see. This, this is such a, a, an important time to prepare yourself, to get yourself ready for the move of God. That we will not be spectators. We do not want to stand by and watch what the Lord is doing. Amen. Amen. We want to be an integral part of what God is doing. God says, allow me to do the work in you. Amen. I don't think that that stove is just going to fall back together. It's going to take some work. It's going to take some time. Amen. You know, we we didn't get to the condition that we are in overnight. It has been years in the making. But it's time to allow the Lord to work. And some of us, he's going to do a quick work in. Amen. We're going to be amazed at how fast he can turn around what we have been destroying for years. I don't know the condition that you're in. I don't know what is going on in your particular life. We, this broadcast, I don't know. I mean, it goes maybe around the world. I don't know where this broadcast goes. Amen. And who is listening today? But God knows you as an individual. He knows exactly who you are. He knows exactly what you need to be put back to your your, uh, condition that he created you to be. He knows, and all he's asking is that you you give yourself over to him. That you relinquish those reins that you are holding on to. Oh, I don't know if I can trust somebody with my life. I don't know if I can trust, you know, I, I'm, I'm a terrible one, you know, I want to control everything, you know. I, we need to let go and become who God wants us to be. Amen. In Psalms 139, we always love to go to Psalm 139, Verses 17 and 18, it says, How precious also are they thoughts, are thy thoughts unto me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they are more in number than the sands. When I awake, I am still with thee. God is saying, His thoughts for you. You can't even imagine the thoughts that he has for you. You can't even imagine the number of thoughts, the multitude of thoughts that he has for you. You think he's forgotten you. He has not forgotten you. He thinks about you daily. He thinks, he's thinking of it all the time. He said, if you, if you counted, if you could possibly count the thoughts that God has for you. And he says his thoughts for you are for good, not for evil. And those thoughts are as great, are greater than the sands of the ocean, yeah. the sands of the beach. Yeah. Yeah. That's how much God thinks about you and his desires for you are for good. Yeah. And, for, and, and that you will become who he has created you to be. Yeah. That you will become the victorious person. That you will stop looking at your failures and start looking at who you are in the Lord Jesus Christ. It is the enemy that wants you to think about 
things that have their failures. It is God that wants to set your feet on the righteous path. It is him that wants to lead you by the still waters. It is him that has a banquet table prepared for you. It is him that loves you so much that he gave his life that you might spend an eternity with him. Today is just one day, just a speck in eternity. The things, any suffering that we have today is nothing compared to the glory that we will be when we're in his presence. Amen? For it says, in his presence is fullness of joy. Think of your happiest moment, amen? When you got that new car, or you got that new house, or your wedding day, amen? Think of those most wonderful things. You have not even begun to experience the fullness of joy that God has in store for you. And you have not experienced the fullness, the, the, the satisfaction that comes out of serving him and letting him guide your steps. Each and every day, Get up in the morning. Oh, don't get up and say, oh, no, another day. Get up and say, this is the day. This is the day. Amen? Every day, this is the day. I guess I did need that water that been offered me. <coughs> this is the day that God has made. We will rejoice. Not just rejoice, but we will be victorious. We will go out and we will take the country. Thank you. I always take a chance when I swallow because it usually goes down the wrong path. And then I'd be up here choking and everything, you know. And then, then you know, we'd have to come pray, Lord, revive me, you know. Raise me from the dead, all this kind of stuff, you know. It, it, the, the, the service would take on a whole new realm, you know. It's, but, yeah, it's, but anyways, praise God. You know, this is the message. I'm, I'm, I'm done, okay? We, we've got a mighty day ahead of us. We're looking forward to rejoicing. We've got a picnic involved and everything, you know, and, and everything. But, we're, but the most important thing is that you realize that you, uh, no matter where you are today, no matter what you're going through, no matter what condition you are in, God is ready to restore you and polish you up and make you beautiful so that you can be used to, to, to feed his people. That's what this stove was going to do. When they polish it all back up, they're going to install it in a kitchen and they're going to begin to cook on it again that it might feed them. They might feed the people. God says, feed my sheep. <coughs> feed my sheep. This is a call that's on our lives. Is that we might feed his sheep. And God is going to put the words in your mouth as you open it. Okay? And I'm a test to that because I never know what's going to come out of my mouth when I get up here. Amen? And you always are taking a chance putting me up in front of you. 
because you don't know, because I don't know. I can't. I, I wish it I could be like Sean and put together a PowerPoint and everything, you know, and just follow right along and say, okay, this is what the Lord says, and, and this is how it is, and it goes, okay, click the next slide, okay? I can't do that. It, it ain't, it's not in me. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. So you guys are, uh, you know, you guys find out just as soon as I do, okay? But I trust that God is going to fill it and that he is going to use me to bless you and that God will use me, use each one of us to bless other people and to begin to feed his sheep. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. And see, the Lord always proves that he has a sense of humor when he brings Steve up here, right? <laughs> well, all of, the, all of you that have been watching this morning, blessings to all of you. I hope that the Lord really establishes his truth. I just want to, all of us, be mindful of that prophetic word that has just been spoken. That was God speaking through Steve. And Father, we receive, we ask the Holy Spirit, breathe upon these dry bones. Steve has been the instrument, his mouth, his voice, is prophesied to these dry bones. Now, Holy Spirit, we ask you that you, you breathe upon us. Holy Spirit, you are the spirit of life. You are the breath of life. Spirit of God, breathe upon us this morning and assemble us because this household, we have been brought and gathered, <laughs> begotten, and yes, we have, begotten and gathered by you, Lord Jesus, as this house. We declare that in Jesus' name. Amen. So for all of you,